Hey, I'm Layla, and I love to talk. For 15 years, I've been paid to do just that. I'm a TV host and journalist. From local news to red carpet interviews, I cover it all. I also love sharing what the people are talking about. Politics, relationships, fitness, family, you name it. Everybody's talking about everything, and I'm here for it. I'm sharing those top talkers that are driving the social media conversations. I'm here to make you smile, think, laugh, and occasionally dropping some gems from your favorite stars. So grab your coffee, turn up the volume, and don't forget to subscribe. This is Everybody's Talking with Layla. Hello, and welcome to Everybody's Talking with Layla. This is my very first podcast. Some of you guys are listening because you follow me on social media and you've followed my television career for years. I've received messages, I've seen your tweets, and some of you guys are wondering, Layla, what are you up to? Well, I have a very big move coming up very soon, and I will share that with you. But right now, let's go ahead and dive into what you, your friends and family are talking about on social media. Unfortunately, one of the big talkers is a very sad story, the passing of actor Christophe St. John. Uh, He was 52 years old. If you don't know the name Christophe St. John, you've probably seen his face. He was a longtime actor on The Young and the Restless. He joined that cast in 1991, uh, took on the role of Neil Winters. Everybody loves some Neil Winters. And on Sunday, he was found dead in his home in Los Angeles. Uh, Police determined there was no foul play. Uh, But the medical examiner did perform an autopsy. Right now, that is listed on the L.A. County Medical Examiner's website as deferred pending additional investigation. So the cause of his death is not quite out just yet. Uh, But no foul play was suspected. But Christoph St. John, many people knew he dealt with depression over the years, especially since 2014 with the death of his son, Julian. Julian was 24 years old. He committed suicide while he was getting treatment at a mental health facility. I can't imagine what it is like for a parent to lose a child in any way. And so Christoph St. John, as many of us have watched and read over the years, really had a hard time uh, with his son's death. Many of his castmates, the CBS daytime family, uh, all the soap opera fans, people are leaving their condolences uh, and, and sharing messages on social media. One of those big names you may know is Eric Braden. He plays Victor Newman on The Young and the Restless. And on his Twitter page, he shared an article uh, from the Daily Beast in which he was interviewed. And he said in that article that uh, Christoph St. John was a wonderful actor. He also said he was a great person, but, quote, carried so many things in his heart and soul, especially after the terrible death of his son. I think the pain was very deep and too much to live with. Uh, Christoph St. John leaves behind two daughters. He was also engaged to a Russian model. She uh, shared a very, very painful and sad uh, Instagram post immediately after learning of his death. And uh, she said something along the lines of, you know, how they were in love and how could you leave me here alone? Uh, She has since deleted that Instagram, but we know with social media, someone's always there to capture it and reshare it. Uh, One of his last tweets, this is interesting that that's coming to light. His last tweet that Christoph St. John shared was actually a retweet. And it was from a woman on Twitter who goes by the name Tara Bell. I don't know if he knows her, but he just retweeted what she said, which was grieving the loss of a child is a process. It begins on the day your child passes and ends the day the parent joins them. This poor woman, because her name is the last thing on his page and her tweet, 
has been getting so much backlash from Twitter trolls. Bless her heart. This in no way is her fault, as a Holly Robinson Pete told her in a tweet. This is not your fault, ma'am. Uh, but people are saying this is your fault because it's the last thing he tweeted and you shared this. So you know how the Twitter trolls do. They, they have gone in on this woman so much that she finally tweeted that she was logging off for a few days. Uh, so bless her heart, because I, I know she's probably dealing with that in ways we can't imagine because of a tweet that was shared. Um, I'll keep you guys posted if there's any new developments on uh, this story when I uh, come back to you with next week's podcast. So we'll keep uh, following that. But I want to share a quick story about Christophe St. John before I, I move on to the other talker of the day. In 2010, I was in San Diego attending the National Association of Black Journalists Convention. And there, we, we go to different cities every year. There's always celebrities there. And one of the celebrities in attendance was Christoph St. John. I'm on an elevator. And I'm about to meet my friends in the lobby and the door opens and standing right there about to walk on the elevator was Christoph St. John. I turned into a fan who had no home training. I was loud. I'm like, Neil Winters, I love you. He could have been <laughs> embarrassed or like, lady, be quiet. Stop making a scene. He was so nice. He laughed. We chatted it up for a few minutes. And then I said to him, uh, because he was, he had somewhere to go. I said, real quick, before I let you go, can we please take a picture for my mother? She's your biggest fan. And he was so gracious and kind. He said, absolutely. We took this great selfie and um, it's posted on my social media pages. If you want to check out the backstory and see the picture. But again, I'll update you if any new information comes out about his death. The other story that people are talking about on your social media pages and mine that they need to go ahead and stop talking about is the Super Bowl. It's over. It ended on Sunday. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> uh, they're not talking about the fact that they're sick of Tom Brady being a winner, which I think y'all need to lay off Tom Brady. He's great. He's earned his greatness. I don't want to hear about cheating and all that. I'm just saying the man can play football. He's a phenomenal quarterback. He has his six rings to prove it. Let him be great. Go to Disney and live his life with his model wife. Stop hating on Tom Brady. The part I want to talk about is why this was the lowest rated Super Bowl in a decade. Yeah, lowest rated since 2009. It's 2019, people. Uh, pulled in under 100 million viewers. Now, CBS says it, it topped 100 million. If you count, you know, who streamed on their phone and who heard about it at the 7-Eleven and uh, whose cousin was texting about it, then you got your over 100 million. But in all seriousness, ratings wise, it pulled in viewership under 100 million. So why was it low rated? Well, let's start with the game itself. Two factors people are talking about that I'm sharing with you. Number one, people were saying the game was boring. It was low scoring. Patriots won 13 to the Rams, you know, three. 13 to three was a low scoring game. Some people are saying uh, the halftime show was a snooze fest. I thought Maroon 5, you know, they did the little best they could. I love me some Maroon 5 and Adam Levine. But people were saying the show was boring. Uh, they brought out Big Boy from Outcast. He did a little number. If you blink, you missed him. Or if you sneezed, he was gone. And then they had Travis Scott, who has a huge following, by the way. He he performed one of his biggest songs, Sicko Mode, a snippet of it. And if you turned your head, he was off the stage. And Adam Levine, y'all know y'all are wrong for not using an Atlanta marching band. Because you can't come to Atlanta and not bring an Atlanta marching band. That's like, who does that? <laughs> and maybe these people were from Atlanta. But you got to call one of the big schools in Atlanta and get like the marching band. 
Let Beyonce tell you how that's done. Get it the marching, one of the big marching bands. Anyway, that aside, people said the show was boring. Okay, number two. Low ratings may be attributed to, as people are sharing on social media, the hashtag I'm with Cap. Now, wherever you stand on this, it's not up for debate. I'm telling you what's going on. The I am, I am, I'm with Cap hashtag, I'm with Cap, was trending before the big game started. A lot of celebrities were involved in that movement. These are folks who said, we're not watching the game. We are standing in solidarity with uh, Colin Kaepernick, the San Francisco 49ers quarterback who started kneeling in 2016 during the national anthem, during football games, as a, a sign of peaceful protest uh, against police brutality and also racial inequality in this country. Uh, he has not been signed with the team since. So people are saying, you know, because of the unfair treatment and the, and the strong message that Colin Kaepernick is trying to send, we were not going to watch the Super Bowl. So that may have played into it as well. The third reason, based on the numbers I'm about to give you guys, blame New Orleans. Blame the whole city for the low ratings because <laughs> they had a petty party and I loved every minute of it. So in New Orleans... You know, Saints fans, Saints players, anybody who saw uh, the the NFC championship game, we could feel their pain, right? Unless you're a, a, a you know, L.A. Rams fan. Uh, but they were robbed, right? It was a bad call by the ref. Even the commissioner from the NFL came out and said, you know, the, the ref call was bad. Okay, so let's all agree on that. So because they felt like they were supposed to be in the Super Bowl and they should have been in the Super Bowl, Saints fans didn't watch the game. The bars weren't showing the game. People were like, we're not going to stay at home and watch the game. So you know what they did instead? They had a, a party in the French Quarter. <laughs> a protest party in the French Quarter. They didn't watch the game. They went to have a protest party. If you watch the video online or pictures you've seen of this massive party in the French Quarter, I thought it was Mardi Gras again. I'm like, y'all practicing for Mardi Gras. Y'all, y'all out here having a good time, living your best life, not watching the game. And here is where the numbers come in. Here's where the numbers come in. So the New Orleans area pulled a 26.1 rating for the big game. 26.1. You know what they pulled last year? Double that. So half of the people who watched the Super Bowl last year in New Orleans did not watch this year. Instead, they had a party in the streets. So New Orleans is to blame for the low ratings <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Okay, the third story people are talking about. A big show coming up this weekend. The Grammys is on Sunday on CBS. Uh, a lot of great performance performances are on tap, as always. Great people are nominated. We'll get to why I'm bringing this up in a second. But first, you can expect to see um, Cardi B's performing. Miley Cyrus is scheduled to perform. Uh, Camila Cabello's uh, on the list. Little Little Big Town, Ricky Martin. Katy Perry teaming up with Dolly Parton. That should be a good performance, too. But this is why I'm bringing it up. Oh, by the way, my girl, Alicia Keys, who I don't know, but in my mind, that's my homegirl. Alicia Keys is hosting the Grammys. Here's why I'm bringing it up, because a part that was trending recently was BTS. That is a group that is actually presenting, not even performing at the Grammy. So if you're like me, or like I was a year ago and didn't know who the heck BTS was, let me school you. Back in 2017, BTS became the first K-pop group to perform at the American Music Awards. Okay, then fast forward to um, the Billboard Music Awards, which was like back in May of last year. I learned a tough lesson about schooling myself on who BTS is before I jumped on Twitter. So I tweeted this back in 2018 during the Billboard Music Awards. 
and pull this up. I said, anyone else Google BTS? I'm wondering why the BBMA's crowd went crazy when the camera cut to BTS. I'm showing my age, boy band. You know, I sounded really, really old and lame because, you know, that's what I do on social media. Uh, <laughs> and so I was, re- uh, you know, was sitting there and wondering why my phone was going crazy all of a sudden. I had 16,000 likes. Uh, 9,000 retweets. And I can't even tell you, I couldn't keep up with the responses, but I will tell you they were overwhelmingly like 99% so sweet and kind. The BTS fans are the best. I will give them credit. So BTS is a K-pop group, seven little handsome fellas. um, They are um, a group that formed back in 2013 and they are big all over the world, not just uh, in the U.S. or Korea. They're all over the world. People love this boy band. And I figured out what it was when I was interacting with the fans on Twitter after my ignorant tweet of not knowing who they were. Uh, the fans were sharing with me the reason why people love BTS is because their music is inspiring, uplifting. They, they address real issues, mental health. They address bullying. They talk about love. Um, and peace. And so they have this following. And I said, if the music is about that, I listened to some of it. I didn't understand what was going on. But if you go to YouTube, I can read the subtitles. And I'm like, that's commitment. People are reading subtitles, but the music is good and they have positive messages. So shout out to BTS because now I know who you are. And if you're watching the Grammys this Sunday on CBS, you will see this band present an award. They're also nominated too for their album uh, in one of the categories. But they're not scheduled to perform because then we couldn't hear anything because all you would hear is screaming from the audience. They go crazy when this group is on stage. But the Grammys, if you care to watch it, the Sunday on CBS at 8 o'clock, Central, uh, 8 o'clock Eastern time. Sorry about that. Okay, uh, those are the top talkers happening right now. I thank you guys for, for tuning in for my very, very first podcast. It wasn't so bad, Layla, was it? If you are listening on uh one of the podcast streaming services, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Alexa. Alexa, play Layla. Everybody's talking with Layla. Uh, you can find me one of those services as well. And on social media, because some of you are watching this on Facebook. So if you don't follow me on social media, I'm easy to find on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Layla Muhammad TV. That's L-A-I-L-A-M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D-T-V. And I would love to hear from you, interact with you. Uh, As we're progressing with this podcast, uh, right now I'm doing this first one. We'll start with once a week, but it depends on what's happening. It depends on the stories that are trending and what you're talking about. And it also depends on the interviews I have lined up. So I can't wait to share some of those with you as well. So make sure you're following me. Subscribe to Everybody's Talking with Layla. I look forward to interacting with you and gaining a few new friends. And uh, stay tuned for a big announcement about my career coming up soon. Thanks, guys.